All right, we're back. Uh, World Cup episode number two. I have Han here. Hello. And then we would like to discuss the unfairness with the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Netherlands, USA, which you guys know I'm big on Netherlands, of course. Um, Argentina's playing Australia right right next to us. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. After the seeding of today? Oh, man. And would you like to explain what happened? Well, so I'm not going to lie. I predicted that the matchup would be... Netherlands, USA on one side, England, Senegal on the other. Those four have been correct so far. Mm-hmm. And I expected Denmark, actually, to get out of the group with France. However, Australia had other ideas, and now <laughs> Australia-Argentina is our potentially next game. Yeah. If we beat the Netherlands, we would face the winner of Argentina and Australia in the quarterfinal. We probably know it'd be Argentina. We don't know. But we don't know for sure. We think so. Mm-hmm. But this thing... It, I was watching the game. What interests me like so much with just the World Cup, the way this stuff works with the brackets, you have three matches, and in one match or in just the second half of one match, just one goal can change so much, can change the future of the World Cup. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's not even in the like, just in the group stage. It's absolutely wild. It was eight. interesting to note as well because Poland was actually Poland going into today was actually top of that group with Argentina, yeah, Saudi Arabia, yeah, and Mexico. Yeah, I mean all those teams had a chance to qualify, but. You know, Argentina being Argentina, they had other ideas. And I thought, I thought that, I thought that, because I didn't look at the brackets super closely, but I was like, if France, I thought if France lost, then they would have been out for sure. But they lost to Tunisia and made it through, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so they broke the curse. Which and although to be fair, I mean, France. When I looked at their lineup, France did not play their normal starters, and I think that was, I think that was a smart move, given that they probably knew that they've qualified. You know, Fair, yeah, yeah. They they did not start Mbappe. They're also like their their bench could also be half the World Cup teams anyway. So mm-hmm. it's like them in Brazil. It's so much depth. But um, yeah, tomorrow's a big day. Another one. Last last group stage match day. I believe. Oh uh, no, actually it's Friday. Okay. Oh, that's right. Friday okay, is four group games to tomorrow. Four games. Four games Friday. All right. So uh, Spain Japan. I like that. It's I mean Spain's up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spain's favorite to win, but we, we've seen Japan with some surprising wins, so mm-hmm. we'll see. And Germany are not looking good. I will say Germany are underperforming. Yeah, they they I need so they need they need a win. Oh, they're not. They're out. They're out. Right. Cause, well, because because if there's a if they win, they beat Japan. Four po- okay, never mind then. They're they're not out. But I think it would go to goal difference if Japan and Spain were held to a draw. If they win in Costa Rica ties, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay, that that's that's uh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. And then talk about another upset: Belgium, Morocco. Yeah. The Moroccans I, have. Well. Yeah, I yeah, know. What's what's funny to me is like we saw the the De Bruyne quote when he said, "No, we're not winning. We're too old." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, it's sarcastic or not?" But then you see what happened the next day, and it's like, okay. All right. So as we know, Belgium is a tiny country, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. And they're always somehow competing for international trophies, which I think is, is pretty cool. Like, if you're a Belgian fan, I think that's something that you'd be proud of for sure, which is nice. Of course, everyone has hope. Also, um, I, I wanted Mexico to lose today. I, I just... Really? I just... I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Just living here, the fans, you know, they just, just get on my nerves, which I can totally understand the other way around them wanting USA to lose because we're kind of delusional. You know? Right. Like, literally... Our, one of our star players wearing a shirt that says it's called soccer. I don't know how I feel about that. 
Alright, so once again, what is it right now? It's the 30th of November. So three weeks from now, we'll know the winner of the World Cup, which I also, I don't understand why the pacing of the World Cup is as fast as it is. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, just a little tournament, but you throw it in the middle, of, especially the middle of the season. It's just, I don't know. What do you think about that? I do not like that it was, you know, it was changed to be in the wintertime. I get it. It would be really hot in Qatar in the summertime. But I also do disagree with the fact that it was even held in Qatar in the first place. Oh, of course. I wrote a whole essay about that, about the the amount of corruption there was going into that. I might have talked about that with Cash, my last one. But mm-hmm. we basi- basically, there's a whole there's a whole series about it. It's called I think, FIFA Uncovered or something on, on Netflix. It basically talks about this whole scandal with the like announcing Qatar as the host of the World Cup. And it says there's never been a time in history on a single day where two... World Cup locations have been announced at once. The 2018 Russia and then 2022 Qatar were announced this exact exact same day, which means like something was up. That's not what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. There's just you know all like the the Department of Justice and all these um, things were just revealed. You know, so it, I don't know. I FIFA mean, FIFA is a big corrupt. It's I guess it's notorious for being we know corrupt. This. Yeah, and it, it's well, Gianni Infantino being reelected, running unopposed. Doesn't is, make sense. Doesn't make sense. It's just. It's terrible. What, what, what's like? What's like bothering? Like what bothers me too is the fact that they have so much power. It's you can't you can't really do anything about it. Like they're corrupt and they're corrupt, but they're it's FIFA. You know, it's not you know MLS or something like that. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Uh, we'll see. I mean, how, how do you think? So if you're Team USA, how are you preparing for this match? Like what are you what are you focusing on? Well, for one, I would say the Dutch are strongest in their defense. You know, Virgil van Dijk and midfield, Nathan Ake, Denzel Dumfries, and their midfield is strong too. You know, David Klaassen, of course. Now Cody Yakbo, his place, his price just keeps getting jacked higher and higher. Like he's yeah, going to be a huge yeah. summer signing at that's, some point. That's crazy. But you know, I think the U.S. is also not meant to be. They're not a second half team. You know, you see in all the games that we've played, we sit back and we just end up absorbing a lot of pressure come the second half. Um, I think it's important for the U.S. to actually get off on a really good start against the Netherlands. That's, that's the thing. We, we've, seen them, we've seen them do it. We've seen them dominate on you know, both sides of the field. I think that what happens with Team USA is they need to keep their confidence high enough to play controlled and calm where they can actually possess the ball and make plays because that's, that's how we've seen them. You know, that's, how we, that's how they beat Iran. Mm-hmm. So they dominated Wales first half of that game. Right. It was like, we know they can. We've obviously seen them. They're overperforming more than we thought. So they have the talent to. I think the strategy should be try and just, you know, in the first half, try and score as much as we can. I think we would need enough of a cushion going into the second half because, I mean, let's be honest, the Dutch do lack a good or a decent, I should say, strike force. They do. Cody Yakpo has been supplying a lot of those goals. And Frankie de Jong has been, you know, working tirelessly, doing really well in the midfield, as he does usually. Exactly. But... I think the U.S. needs a bigger cushion. We really need to be able to capitalize on a lot of chances in the first half so that's, that we just at least have some chance of just holding on that's when the see. second half rolls around. I think, I think Team USA is always really good at possessing and getting it into the final third. We just don't make anything happen from it. Sometimes if the defense is weak, especially in the midfield, then we're, we're able to like penetrate in the middle and you know, shoot or get it out wide to create chances. But mm-hmm. a lot of things with Team USA is we don't, we don't – like get to the point where we can actually finish chances a lot of the time too mm-hmm. or it's obviously you know we saw Pulisic cross for our last game or um was it against England right yeah 
it's just like you you see that that barely happens. He gets a shot, he takes it. So we just need to get more of those chances where he actually takes shots. Because you have two shots like that where Pulsic had one of them is at least going in. Mm-hmm. You just you just you just know. And another note as well, I was I was almost kind of surprised to not see, and I wish we would see him start Gio Reyna. I was surprised. Or Brendan Aronson as well. I, I think those two should be in the lineups now starting. I thought one of the things that Gio brings is um, it just his experience, you know, especially playing European football. Like, I thought that would, that would have been a help to them. He knows how to play. He's been in situations like that. So mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And then, yeah, it, it, it does look – you look at the matches. I think it, USA probably did play their best game against England mm-hmm. in the whole, the, whole, um, the whole group stage. Oh, yeah. Which I think says a lot. That's, that's Even if the World Cup in and out, they barely made it or missed it because of point difference or something. If they tied all three games, then you would still say this is more of an overachievement than you would have thought or it would have like matched their expectations. So mm-hmm. it's a good sign for the future. And to be fair, though, I think England also underperformed in that game against the U.S. Fair. I don't think they played at the level that we're used to and we're actually rather expecting to see England play at. Of course, yeah. I think they played down against us. And we ended up having the much better chances. I think, of course, I think a lot of that's because of nerves, too. Because all the all the talk about USA going into that, trying to win that game. Like, thinking how monumental it would be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, soccer versus football talk. I thought I thought that was, like, <laughs> mentally. I, I, I'll, I'll still never say it's, it's really called soccer. But I don't. I can't get myself to do that. Of course, I'll call it in the U.S., but I don't mm-hmm. know. If I'm arguing with someone, what's it actually called? It's not called soccer. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's, it's wild. Um, my computer would load, but I don't know. I mean... Are you still thinking the Netherlands can take it all the way? I think so. I think if they get past Argentina, then I think that, first of all, that would be a big win. Of course, getting past U.S., I think, would be a confidence boost for them because we've seen how the U.S. has been playing, and I'm sure a lot of people aren't exactly picking the Netherlands as strong favorites in that game. I'm sure they're supposed to win, but mm-hmm. they win that game. If they beat Argentina, then their confidence would be... I don't think... That, I really don't think they could be stopped at that point. I'm beating sure Argentina Brazil, would be huge, yeah. It would be It would be huge for them. They beat Argentina, it shows, okay, they're probably top three, four team in the entire tournament. So. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I was talking to one of my friends about, you know, the U.S. probably, and this was before Argentina had scored against Poland. Um, we were talking about how would we rather play against the winner of Poland, Australia, or would we rather play against the winner of Argentina, Australia? And he actually said that he would almost rather us play Argentina now because Argentina is not the Argentina that we think they should be. They're not in their groove. Exactly. But even still, I would argue to the point that I would not like to play Argentina, period. No, I wouldn't want to. That's the thing, especially because... They, just because they have one bad game and you're saying they're not in the group, they could flip a switch starting in the next game. You know, they come into the next game and look like prime Argentina. That's not, that's not what, there's no one exactly looking forward to playing that team. So, mm-hmm. And even if they're not in their group, they're still playing well. Like, Very well. 2 0 against Mexico, 2 0 against Poland. And that's, it's, that's just, uh, no one's going to look at that team and say, oh, they got lucky. Like, mm-hmm. that's not them. That's, no, that's, that's definitely them. It's like, in no world would I say, especially with Messi on Argentina and the entire lineup that they've got, in no world would I say, Yes, I would like to play Argentina now. Exactly. No, exactly. of course no, exactly. I would not. So we'll just have to see how everything happens with the bracket. Of course, tomorrow's another big day proceeding, and mm-hmm. then one final day, two more groups. So I really thought a lot more teams were you know, set, but the seeding is a big deal. You know who's through, you just don't know who's where. So yeah, Portugal and Brazil have qualified. It's just a matter of seeing where they place on the bracket. Exactly. And you have a feeling they'll both be first, but or Brazil at least, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And no Neymar for Brazil. His ankle was the That's, size of a yeah, grapefruit. Yeah, no, the swelling on that, I know what that feels. I Not exactly, but 
it's I've a huge loss. Ankle sprain, you know, you, it's not you can't just come back to that easily. It's, it's, mm-hmm. That's a huge loss. He's such a good creator for them. Oh yeah, no, he's pulling all those strings, and you know, he's just a threat. Oh yeah. Um, and then we'll, um, yeah, we'll be doing more as this unfolds. It's mm-hmm. still early in the tournament. It's been what, like two weeks? Yeah, something like that. Or still. Although I would like to say, England now, I would. England are actually. I think they're pretty big contenders now. I think so. I put them in my top three with Argentina top and Brazil. Three? Really? I would say top. Mm, I'd say, oh, wow. I would say, for me, Argentina, Brazil, Netherlands, England, three and four, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you could say France and Portugal. And Fran- I don't know. France has been a little underwhelming, but at the same time, it's France. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what to expect. Mbappe's been lethal so far this That's tournament. Exactly. He's just he's, been... He's the type of guy where it's like, you, you need a goal... In two minutes, who are you putting in to get a goal in two minutes? You know, mm-hmm. I'd Messi and Mbappe, like this. So, yeah, I mean, that's we'll probably call it for this one. There, there's, of course, a lot more to talk about later on, but oh, for sure, that's all. It's been it's been fun. World Cup's been good. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess match my expectations probably exceeded. USA made it through. I don't know what to expect. I was like, ah, you guys are all going crazy, but oh, that no, was that was brilliant. It's good. It's good. now the US has a lot more support. Hey, it's oh, beautiful it's to see. It's, this is great for the sport in the country. It's 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 really good. It's crazy. Twenty twenty six is going to be fun. Twenty twenty six, it's perfect. So we, we'll see what happens. I'm sure because you know, no Messi, no no Ronaldo, maybe no Neymar. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's all for this one. TYP, everyone. Yeah. Peace. Peace out.